for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 295 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Hals Burkhardt. And I'm your host, Will Witten. And we've got shit to talk about this week, Will. Are you kidding me? I know, man. Woo! No more scraping the bottle of the dig in his duke barrel. Yeah, no digging the duke. No, uh... No, uh... Dredging up old past trauma that makes good stories. Yeah, man. So, I'm excited. I'm excited for us to have a couple of uh, cool things for us to talk about this week. And uh, let's keep this train going, Star Wars news. Mm, let's keep... On keep, the tracks. Yeah, man. Let's... Clickety-clackety. Make something happen this week. Make something happen next week. And the week after. Just get us through to Bad Batch, man. Speaking of which, we'll be talking about the new Bad Batch trailer that released this hey, week. Hey, Gonna be good. Hey, hey, hey! Um, BitConnect! Um, <laughs> and uh, we'll be hearing from you guys as well. So, uh, before we get into all that, why don't you guys, if you haven't already, of course, follow us on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Blue Harvest Pod. Um, if you really enjoy our show, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash blueharvestpodcast. Sign up there and uh, you'll get access to our exclusive RSS feed that includes all of our bonus podcasts that we release over there, including Masters of Harvest Kasi, which has a new episode that just dropped today. Very special episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cooking with Will, Oh No, It's Hall Solo, Jaws, Blue Harvest Adventures, Podula Rasa, Steve vs. the Prequels. My immediate Mandalorian season two reactions. Um, and a whole lot more. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Oh, it's Star Wars Year by Podcast with our buddy Steel. It's the big one. It's a big one I'm forgetting. <clears throat> Anyways, if you're interested, check it out. Like I said, patreon.com slash blue harvest podcast. And shout out to his family. To all of our uh our patrons, you guys are the best, and we really appreciate you. 
Indeed. So, buddy, how has your week been? Not bad. I cannot complain. Yeah, man. I'm uh, I'm not. I can't complain either. I got my second vaccine dose. Nice. Um, no super noticeable side effects. I feel like perhaps my third eye is being pried open with a crowbar. Yeah. Like when I close my eyes, I just imagine that all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration, that we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively, that there is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream and we are an imagination of ourselves. Brought to you by the newest lineup of Microsoft products. I feel like if I really concentrate on it, I can predict the future and shit. Like, let me see. Um, I predict that at least twice this episode, I will forget what I'm talking about mid-sentence. And I'll say something to the effect of, oh, sorry, uh, hit a pothole, had a brain fart. (coughs) So. I predict uh, UFO disclosure in July. Oh, man, that would be fucking rad. Yeah, actually, I don't think it's going to I actually uh, have to record an Oh No, It's Hall solo episode for the patron Patreon. Yeah. And one of the questions or topics somebody asked is uh, my feelings on UFOs and aliens. Looking Whoa. forward to digging into that one. Need to need to call me up and be like, oh, well, no, it's Hall's <laughs> not solo. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Like that time I could give you an earful. Like that time I wanted to talk about the people uh, rushing uh, Area Fifty One. Remember the one that somebody made the meme about when I was yeah. trying to bring up people the Naruto running. Yeah, and and <laughs> it's one of my favorite memes anybody's made about the show. Yeah, was in response to that. Uh, so, uh, like I said, we've got some cool stuff to talk about. Um, first off, let's kick it off with the Bad Batch trailer that released this week. Uh, you know, we got one, we've had one already, uh, sort of around the announcement, figured there would be some additional promotion a little closer to the show releasing. And sure enough, we got this one this week and it gives us a little more of a glimpse of, uh, what was, what's going to be going on in the show. Um, and it looks pretty cool. I gotta say, digging the animation style, it looks like pretty much a direct continuation of the Clone Wars, and that's my thus far preferred animation style of Star Wars animation that we've gotten so far. The like, one thing that I did pick up was it seems really smooth facial animations, which I am down with. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, they uh, they might have uh, smoother. Like, uh, and and maybe that just be my eyes playing tricks on me. But I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe they've you know, uh, made a couple steps forward in that regard. Um, so, uh, Bad Batch is coming May fourth. We knew that. What we didn't know that the uh, description on the trailer uh, says is that the premiere episode is apparently seventy minutes long. So we're looking at oh, like a, cool. you know, a decently linked uh, first episode uh, that comes out on May the 4th. And then the second episode will be out that Friday with episodes coming each consecutive Friday after that, right? Mm-hmm. So we're getting two episodes the first week. The first one is 70 minutes long. Super down with that. 
besides the uh, seemingly increased facial animations, what'd you think about the trailer, buddy? I thought it was kick ass. I mean, it did a good job of setting the stage. Uh, it's very cool to start off with some Tarkin, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. the way to go. Nice to hear a voice actor that isn't D. Bradley Baker get a little Steven Stanton up in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, right. Putting some stank on his hang low, his Tarkin hang low. Finally, finally cutting somebody else a check. Yeah. D. Bradley. <laughs> D. Bradley was like, look, I can do Tarkin. Trust me. I got a good Tarkin. But for I got tax the team purposes. On my back. <laughs> but for tax purposes, you guys are going to have to throw a couple other people a bone here. Um, the government's going to come for me. Yeah. Uh, cool to see Tarkin. There's a couple of um, characters that showed up in the trailer that were pretty fucking cool, including uh, some footage of Fennec Shand, who we had already talked about was uh, going to be in the show, but to see her and, and hear Ming-Na Wen doing the voice, very cool. Uh, Rex. She looks like she's dressed like... Um, and was she dressed like this in the Mandalorian? Uh, is it Zam Wessel, the uh, assassin that's killed in Episode One? That helmet is not too dissimilar, isn't it? And she does wear that helmet in the Mandalorian, just not a whole lot. And maybe, I, maybe I just didn't recognize it in the Mandalorian, but seeing it in in that animation, I was like, "Is that Zam Wessel's helmet?" But I guess it's not exactly. No, it's not exactly, but it's very reminiscent. I feel like. Um. <clears throat> Got to look at Captain Rex in the trailer, which is cool. Rex. Um, you know, just another notch in the D. Bradley belt. Uh, Saw Guerrera, which is cool. That's, you know. That was cool. ming Da Wen, or, or Fennec Shand, we knew, uh, was coming. Tarkin, not the biggest surprise because they have not shied away from doing Tarkin in the animated series. You know, he was in Clone Wars. He was in Rebels. Um I didn't. I don't know why I didn't expect Saul Guerrero to be showing up, and he did, and I thought that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, and who else? I feel like there's a. I feel like I'm forgetting another like already established character that they showed in the trailer, but I think that may be it. Tarkin, mm -hmm. Rex, Saul Guerrero, Fennec Shand. Yeah, I guess that's it. <coughs> um. Oh, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. I hit a pothole. Blank out. Woo. Rebooting, rebuffering. Yeah. Um. Uh, there's a kid that's apparently part of the show who, if you watch with subtitles, um, it apparently is named Omega, which I think is, is that interesting. The, the little kid they leave with on the ship? Yeah, that they apparently take from Camino. it looks like. They definitely they take him from Camino, but something about his appearance feels Mandalorian, like uh, from the Clone Wars Mandalorian. I don't know what's up with the kid. Uh, you know, I've seen a lot of sort of speculation going around, and um, the fact that their name is Omega is interesting to me. You know, yeah. sort of it is that in some way signifying that it was the last clone. That or maybe it's Palpatine's son. That's another thing I've seen sort of going around speculating about is maybe it's a clone of Palpatine. Um, 
the one that runs away to have Ray? Mm, I don't think that lines up timeline wise. Does it not? No. No, I don't believe it does. Um, uh, but yeah, what's cool is I, I don't know why. Um, I guess I kind of thought that they would be. I guess because in the first trailer, we saw some like clones that then transition to working with the empire, you know, post order 66. Mm -hmm. It was, it's cool to see. And it makes a lot of sense that it would be this way, but it's cool to see that the bad batch are, um, you know, it, it, it at least appears from this trailer that they're <clears throat> pretty resistant to the programming or whatever it is, you know? Right. And don't join in on the order 66 shenanigans. <clears throat> Shedding their imperial skin. But, uh... As it were. Yeah, in fact, we see Tarkin ordering uh, their destruction. He wants them hunted down and uh, finished off. And uh, send some clone troopers after it. I'm pretty stoked to see uh, this close to post-Episode 3 era of Star Wars. Like... We've gotten plenty of stuff set between like episode three and four, but I feel like this right. is the closest to episode three. Pretty, you know, pretty much seemingly immediately after, in some regards. So I'm excited to see them explore that a little more. Sort of the <clears throat> transition. Yeah, because from... you assume the galaxy is in pure chaos. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, and well, and and also to see how like things transition from the very beginning of the empire to, you know, maybe more of the empire that we know from later on in the, the timeline or whatever. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm stoked for it. Um, it'll be mm -hmm. nice to have some star Wars to look forward to. And then, uh, you know, visions sometime after that. And then the book of Boba Fett. Uh, so it's not all, it's not all bad boba. lack of Star Wars this this year. And we got Star Wars Hunters coming out sometime this year, um, this summer. Um, that one, mm, still a little iffy on. That's the, the game project. Um, yeah. And you know what I was thinking? I was thinking yesterday, I guess IGN put out a list of all the video game projects that have been announced delayed this year. And something like 16 or 17 pretty high-profile video game projects that have been delayed. You know, wow. things like Gotham Knights and Outriders, which uh, comes out today, but was delayed from its original release date a couple of times. You know, and this all, all this stuff goes back to the pandemic, right? Like, Of course. But there's been a lot of video game delays, and I'm here to say now that new Star Wars uh, Lego Skywalker Saga or whatever it's called, that shit's mm -hmm. going to be delayed because it was supposed to come out, I think, in May this year, and we yeah. still ain't heard shit about that. Like, <laughs> Not we, 
a damn thing. Barely gotten a trailer, a few screenshots. They haven't shown much of it off. And I don't know what the deal is. I, You know, it, sort of the thing that they were hyping up about it when they first announced it is that it's on a, a new engine. It's sort of, you know, because the, the previous Lego games, whether they were a Star Wars game or a Harry Potter or a Lord of the Rings or, you know, any of the licensed Lego games, very iterative, right? Where mm-hmm. they are very similar. You know, they might add a new mechanic here and there, but you weren't going in and getting something wildly different than any other Lego game you played, right? Right. <clears throat> well, that's kind of what they were promoting as this as, is sort of a a newer take on the Star Wars Lego experience. And, something that's actually new. Yeah, and, and it's going to encompass the entire Skywalker saga, and it's going to have DLC that, you know, covers Mandalorian and, and all that good stuff, right? Right. But if that shit's supposed to come out next month even if it is the end of next month i don't think that shit's happening guys so if that's a game you were expecting to be playing next month uh you might want to expect no mo yeah you might want to recalibrate those expectations my friends because with the way things have been going this year as far as video game delays i just get this fucking feeling that 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 thing is set for delay at this point set your blasters to delay (laughs) That's funny. You know what we love uh, here at uh, the old Blue Harvest podcast, my friend, Will? I know we love a lot of different stuff, but I'm kind of wanting you to tell me what we love. We love a good casting announcement here at the good old Blue oh. Harvest podcast. I was going to say digging in our dude, but that's well, we like that too. We do. We do. You know, and the reason we like a good, uh, I was about to say dig in your dude. <laughs> the reason we like a good bit digging your dick is because oh, fuck everybody what everybody else thinks that shit feels good from time to time sometimes you just gotta dig in your dick sometimes you just got to sometimes you hey. just gotta reach in there and dig in that dick dig 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 I, I don't dig in my dick <laughs> don't dig in my dick uh. the reason we like a good casting oh. announcement young William Sorry. is because the last time we uh, had one of these big cast lists accidentally called fucking handsome ass Oscar Isaac. Almost did it right off the bat. I called his ass Oscar Meyer. Oscar Meyer. And people Dude. fucking memed on me that. <laughs> Quite That's a, a good thing, though. You want to get memed on. Hey. Have you ever been known me not to take a fucking the piss a out meme. of myself from a time yeah, to time? Right. This I built this city on fucking self depreciation. Doesn't fit the fucking song lyrics, but that's what it did. But it uh, it makes sense. I'm take a swig of this fucking watermelon that's Red Bull. I... Watermelon Red Bull. It's so good. Is it? Uh, you know, I consider myself a bit of a fucking energy drink connoisseur from time to time. I consider you an energy drink connoisseur. <laughs> you know, I'm. I like to sample the newest, the latest. Just and a taste, a little tasty taste. Yeah, just a little tasty taste. And sometimes, I get stuck on a kick on one. Like I find one I really like, and mm-hmm. I'll fucking dig in its duke till the cows come. Home. <laughs> <laughs> till they mine nothing left. I'll be like, hey cows, you want me digging that duke? Come on over here. Mm-hmm. Um. But anyway, so. 
couple of years ago, our buddy Bryce got me started on pineapple Red Bulls, which are very good. <laughs> and then uh, they brought out the watermelon. I'm fucking. Whew, it's good. Is that the one they put in the slush at Sonic? Can you get Red Bull slush at Sonic? I think you can. Oh, my God. I don't know which Red Bull's in it, but I, I thought it, maybe it'd be good if it was the watermelon one. I, that one just sounds good. Dude, let me tell you, you know the Sonic that's that's near where I live, right? You know the Sonic that's big up. It is the most fucking dog shit Sonic location. <laughs> Dude, I, okay, okay. My kid loves blue slushies, right? Okay. Blue raspberry slushies. And every time he asks for one, I try to find a way not to go to Sonic. But my wife is always like, oh, let's get him one. He wants one. We'll get him one. It's fine. So I'm like, uh, all right. Okay. Just remember, you did this. I didn't do this. <laughs> and then we'll go to Sonic and we'll be sitting there, be 15, 20 minutes. She's like, all we ordered was a drink. Where is it? And I was like, you wanted to come to Sonic. Fuck Sonic. Sonic sucks dick. Fuck Sonic. I hate Sonic. Why are you? come here i fucking hate sonic uh and I was, she's like you know it, it's not that bad every time i was like yes it is every fucking time it is this bad fuck sonic like and yeah the food's all right it all comes out of a damn fryer but really what you come for is the drinks and the ice cream but they you know the last time i went to sonic you want to know what was down the ice cream machine goddamn right the ice cream machine fuck you sonic how you have an ice cream machine down you better just close close shop <laughs> Nobody Dude, wants Route 44 ocean water. Get the fuck out of this here. This is the thing. I Typically, well, I wouldn't even say typically anymore because of the experience I've had with the Sonic near us, right? Yeah. But for the longest time, Sonic was pretty high up on my personal I mean, fast it was food doing racing. good. Like, I, I don't and know what happened. I Maybe the pandemic hit it hard or something, but. I swear to God, if you go into Google or Bing, the Blue Harvest preferred search engine, if you go into Bing and type dog shit plus <laughs> Sonic drive-in, a fucking three-dimensional Google Bing Earth map will pop up and zoom right in on the Sonic that is closest to my house. Like, it was just like maybe a month ago, Jesse and I were trying, We she was going to go pick up food for dinner. And we were like, do you want to do that? I was like, Sonic, you're not. And... And and she was like, I kind of want Sonic, but I know it's going to be bad. And I was like, I mean, we could try. It's going to be bad, though. And, dude, it was awful. My tater tots looked like a bag full of pepperoni <laughs> dog treats. Like, oh, I don't know God. what the fuck this shit was supposed to be. <laughs> Bruh, they were using oil from the 1950s <laughs> in their fryer or some oh, shit. No. Oh. It was foul. Man. <laughs> It's just so disappointing because, you know, you think it's going to be fast and efficient and, you know, you know how, how hard is it to run a fryer, an ice cream machine, and a drink machine? Because there's not much more in there. You know, there's probably a grill for the burgers or whatever, but right. I don't think you sling a whole lot of burgers from Sonic. And, uh, you know, you're just like, damn, dude, like, really? And then, like, half the time it's wrong. Oh. You know? And well, then you're like... Do I want to go through the process getting the correct order, which will take me another 30 minutes, or do I just eat the bullshit they just slung at me and grumble about it and say how I'm not coming back to Sonic? It's a disaster. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. 
I think one of their advertising used to be like Sonic drive in for a change. Like bullshit. Ain't nothing changing here. Nothing. Yeah. It's a for the worst. <laughs> they got me mad. They have... got me mad. There's two Sonics in my damn town, okay? And they both suck. I have tried them both. My kid loves blue slushies. Fuck you, Sonic. Bro, you guys might just want to invest in a slushing machine. Yeah, right? Find me a 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm glad to hear it's not just our Sonic. Like, I was it's like, not man. not you. And it is not your Sonic. <clears throat> so... Casting announcements, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we got some news about the Obi Wan series. Really? Yeah, and this comes not from you know the wilds of the internet. This comes directly from StarWars.com. Fuck That's yeah. legit. Um, and this is what they said: Obi Wan Kenobi, the new Disney Plus series event series starring Ewan McGregor as the iconic Jedi Master, will begin shooting in. April. The story begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith where Kenobi (laughs) faced his greatest defeat. The downfall. Uh, Put that sound on the loop. Put that one (laughs) one on the the button, the pedal. Faced his uh, greatest defeat. The downfall and corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice, Anakin Skywalker. Turned evil. Sith Lord Darth Vader. Obi-Wan Kenobi is directed by Deborah Chow, director of two critically acclaimed episodes of The Mandalorian Season 1. The series also marks the return of Hayden Christensen in the role of Darth Vader. And then they dropped a cast list. Joining the cast are Moses Ingram, Joel Edgerton, uh, Bonnie Peace, Kumail Nanjiani, Indiria Varma, Rupert Friend, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Sung Kang, Simone Kessel, and Benny Safidi. So, a couple of standout um, mentions there. It seems like a kick-ass cast, but Joel Edgerton and Bonnie Peace both returning. Those those are the actors that played um, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in the prequels. Really? So we're going to be seeing some Owen and Baru. You know that means we're probably going to be seeing a little fucking 10-year-old Luke Skywalker up in this, up in here, up in here. Um, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, comedian. He appeared in a movie uh, with uh, with his wife, uh, The Big Sick, I think is what it was called. Also part of the Silicon Valley cast. And He's... In one of the Marvel movies, right? He got yep. ripped for a Marvel. He's yeah, he's movie. fucking yoked, bro. Um, he's gonna be in the Eternals. So, from a Marvel movie to a Star War, that's pretty cool. Uh, Indiria Varma, we talked about her just a month or two ago as being rumored for the cast. She played uh, Pedro Pascal's love interest in Ilaria Sand believe was the character's name in game of thrones uh o'shea jackson jr that's ice cube son fucking fuck yeah man you know the first ever concert i went to family values tour i should rephrase this first ever concert i went to by choice Mm -hmm. family values tour in new orleans louisiana in 1998 
Um, and you say, oh, who was on the bill, Hoss? And I say, let me tell you. It was that band Orgy, if you remember them. They were around for approximately 15 seconds back in the day. Um, hey, buddy, I can't really hear you. Is your... Uh-oh, is my mic... Oh, there we go. You're back. Going out, yeah. cutting out. Make sure all my connections are connected. So, Orgy opened up the show, followed by a little bit of the... Limp Biscuit. Oh, no. And then Ice Cube, which was fucking awesome. Awesome. Uh, Rammstein, Rammstein, however the fuck you say oh, it. And Corn. Oh, my goodness, really? Yeah, that was my, my very first show of choice. Rammstein. My brother used to like Rammstein. Not a fan. Not really my thing. Gonna be honest with you. That was back in the day. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so that seems like a pretty kick-ass cast to me. Uh, and they are gonna be shooting sometime this month. Month just started, but any day now they're gonna be starting shooting, which is a huge relief. After I don't know what was it, a year and a half ago or so, where it seemed like there was some uncertainty about the whole Obi Wan show. Mm-hmm. Some, some whether it would even happen or not. Yeah, and the whole time you and McGregor was like, "Don't worry, that shit's happening. You guys don't totally worry. happening. Some some changes going on behind the scenes, and people were like, "All right, now's the time to fucking fire Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> now's the time. If you have, <laughs> if you have warriors, if you have internet neck feared warriors, now's the time." <laughs> If you have trolls. If you have now's trolls, the now's the time. Head to the YouTube, dislike, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> dislike, comment, and subscribe. That's brilliant. Fucking acting like they just got a bad meal from Sonic up in this bitch. Mm, don't tempt me. I'm not the one, Sonic. <laughs> Uh, so yeah um, welcome to Blue Harvest but we definitely don't have Sonic as a sponsor <laughs> bro that's alright guys that's our fucking code word if you turn in one week and Will and I are talking like man we love Sonic Drive-In we're they're holding us hostage or something that's you guys I'm being held at gunpoint yeah call the police something's very very wrong at that point fucking foot long conies and onion rings all tastes like garbage. I love. I I used to like cheddar peppers, and then oh, they just got gross. I don't know what made them gross. I don't know if they just the freezer burnt or what. But you let me down from cheddar peppers to frito chili pie. You let me down. My kids' blueberry slushy be taking half an hour, and all that ice is, and syrup. That's what I was about ice to say. It's, it's just some fucking finely ground ice and some syrup. And that takes that long? I'm sorry, sir. They only have two of us on right now. Well, that's not my problem. <laughs> Every single one of these stalls is full. That's not my problem. <sighs> All right. Uh, you want to hear from some of our moisture farmer buddies? Let's do it. All right. Let's jump into it. Kia D. Kia D. Kia D. Cockhead, the only Jedi master who can crash box Giddy. Cockhead, running around slaying bitches with his cockhead. He's a big Syrian stud. He loves to split chicks with his pud. Giddy. 
cockhead to stroke his cone and suck on his balls, Keithy. Cockhead, what you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi Council stooge, but he'll be pumping spooge tomorrow. Cockhead, Blue Herb, Cockhead, Hansberger, Cockhead, Will Win, Cockhead, Goose Paint, Cockhead, G Money, Cockhead, King Tom, Cockhead, Joe, Cockhead, KD, Cockhead, Cockhead. Alrighty. Hey, if you guys that are listening want to send in an email or a voicemail to the show, it's blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. You know, Will, I, I tried to restructure the business to like it, make it a little s- shorter. I, I felt like, yeah, I know you restructured the business. It seems a little late for business well, in the show. I mean. Well, so my whole idea was like, well, why do I say the email at the beginning when we don't do emails and voicemails until the second half of the show? So what I'll do is yeah. I'll open up the second half of the show with the email, right? And then I keep right. fucking forgetting to do it every week. <laughs> well, hey, it takes time it takes time and effort to uh reorganize the schedule. And uh that's what we're doing. <sighs> Anyways, let's hear from King Tom. Let's hear what he has to say. Good old <laughs> King Tom, master of all times, king of all times. King Tom Jansky. Hey there, Hawes and Will. I really enjoyed last week's episode, especially that question from, and forgive me if I get this wrong, I think it was Josh, about the uh, who would narrate the nature documentaries. I think it would be, and I just want to throw my own two cents in here, I think it would be great to hear some Imperial Wildlife Training videos Ooh, narrated cool. by Grand Moff Tarkin. I mean, like, if if the stormtroopers were preparing to go to a hostile planet, you know, inhabited by Sarlacc monsters or Nexu or even Porks, you know, if they had, like, the preparation videos narrated by Tarkin, I think that would be pretty cool. And that got me to think, because I, I was thinking, I was outside mowing the lawn and doing a bunch of other stuff as I was listening, and I got to thinking, you know, what if you were, like, a, a resident of the galaxy, and, you know, you have like a million TV channels or Holonet channels or whatever it is. And there were different shows, different types of shows about different aliens and creatures in the Star Wars universe. Like, you know, game shows free- featuring Twi'leks or, um, you know, hammerheads doing, like, sports commentary, you know, with their yelling and bellowing at each other. I think my favorite, though, would be um, a, a, a sitcom starring the caretakers of Octo. You know, the, the, the nun people, I, the fish nuns. I, I think that would be hilarious. So are there any types of... Star Wars television shows featuring different types of aliens in the Star Wars galaxy that you guys like. You guys would like to see. Anyway, thanks for listening and thanks for the great podcast. I will talk with you later. Thanks, buddy. Ooh, different types of Star Wars shows featuring different aliens. Like, man, he kind of species. He kind of nailed one. Like, in I think any show featuring the caretakers from. The Last Jedi would be immensely would be entertaining because they're funny. They're 
And I especially if you watch that deleted scene that should be in the movie, that gives a lot mm-hmm. more depth to them. Yeah, I really like that. Um, um, and I I think we've talked about this board, but Frog Lady from Mandalorian, Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Frog Lady and her babies. I'd watch. I'd watch. I don't know why, but I would watch that all day. I was trying to think, like, because all right, in the holiday special, there's that cooking show segment that mm-hmm. that they land on it's like the i think she's a robot lady and she's um it's kind of a parody of like julia child or something right. um but i was wondering like who would be cool to watch doing a cooking show um oh dude do you remember when you got me started on the twitch cooking channel i watched that thing for like two months straight you could go to a, a twitch a channel on twitch it was like Twitch slash food. Yeah, and it was just old reruns of old cooking shows. Jacques Pepin. It was brilliant. Um, Jacques Pepin and Julia Child together, <laughs> their show together. Talking you shit. You can actually watch that on Amazon Prime now. Oh, uh, nice. It's part of Prime Original. I have that saved in my favorites. <laughs> but like, yeah, talking shit to each other. Just. Um, so, and then there was like Great Chefs of the World. Like I, That one was funny too. Um. But yeah, the and and like people would make different memes and shit. Mm-hmm. It was a it the was, chat in there was savage. It was, um, but who like what alien species would be funny to watch? Um, a show about. I don't know. Like, my mind immediately goes to fucking Dexter Jetster just because we see him running, like, a a diner. But he's more of, like, the Guy... He'd be more like the Guy Fieri show, right? Oh, that's even... Drivers, dive-ins, and dines, isn't that what Guy Fieri does? Divers, dragons, and dines. That was pretty good. (laughs) Goddamn, that was pretty good, buddy. Um, what? All right, all right, all right. Let's approach it a different way. Maybe this will help me crack an answer. Like, I think Rodians are cool. Like, you know, your Greedo type alien. What kind of show would we see Rodians in? Now, this may just be from non-canonical and in game head head game lore, but are Rodians will begin to salvage? Like, are they? Like salvagers on junk planets or something. I, I mean, that's definitely a role they play in the first Force Unleashed game, right? Lots okay, of okay. That may be where I'm yeah. getting that from. Oh, so they would um, be kind of like the American Pickers. Ooh, yeah. Right. That man, our buddy Jeremy fucking loves that show. Or maybe they're like, uh, they're natural singers with like their trumpet style mouths. Like maybe they have like a Rodian Tabernacle Choir <laughs> show. Oh, speaking of Jeremy, right? Right. I want to tell you, I this is this is pure fat kid fucking observation. This is how I know I'm a fat kid. He posted on Facebook a couple weeks ago that he was going somewhere. He had to go to a buddy's house, and that buddy had perfectly cooked Wright's brand bacon sitting on their counter. <laughs> and he posted a picture of the bacon, and immediately I said, "We'll cook that bacon." That's Will Bacon. And I even said so. I jumped in the comments. I just know, man. I just know. I was like, uh, did William cook that bacon? 
Is that who cooked that bacon? I knew it. <coughs> um, you would be correct. And I told him what I'll tell you. I was like, you know, I don't fuck around. You know, I don't fuck around. <laughs> um, okay, so sort of a, a group of Rodians going around and picking through junk and then selling it, trying to find steals mm-hmm. and deals. Um, um, dude, having like um, deadliest catch with like quarians versus uh, the Mon calamari, Cows. the Mon calamari. Oh. Yeah, that was cool. what was the but show? it would be like the huge, like the things from Naboo. Yeah, like, that... deadliest catch, colossal <laughs> titan edition. That would be pretty fucking cool. Now, what was the show? Where the people would go and stop the whalers. What was that show? I, um, I want to say Whale Wars, but that's not what it was called. It um, might have been. I don't know. You're closer than I'll be. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name of the show. I want to see a show where a group of Mon Calamari on a boat are fucking Corins on Mon Cal, keeping them from, you know, poaching okay. endangered sea creatures. Nice. And they're doing like non-lethal, like <laughs> spraying water at them and shit. Pestering, yeah, like paint, <coughs> paint pellets, paint bombs or something. Um, I can't. Well, we keep going back to reality TV. Yeah, reality TV. What is that about? And I'm not even a huge reality TV guy. Let's go game show. Oh, um, game show. Uh, who would be what? Go. All right. Uh, it would be cool, like if Abyss were the host, mm-hmm. and you have no idea what he's saying, and but like you're trying to figure out what the question is based on the answer that everybody's given. Like if you can't read the <laughs> subject. I was thinking like Wheel of Fortune, but with Arabesh. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't figure out who would be the host. Like, but Abyss would be funny. <laughs> um, game shows. Um. Um. Yeah, who who's the pirate guy? I always Hondo Anaka. Yeah, he'd be a good game show host. He's he got the, would be. the smarmy, charmy. I see him being a good game show host for like um, Pressure Luck, Big Money No Whammies. You know that game show? Big Money, Big Money, No Whammies. Um. Uh. Yeah, I see him like that kind. Like, cause I can't really see Hondo fitting in like jeopardy right but i could see him being on one of the more flashy game shows like your price mm-hmm. is right he would rock price is right yeah yeah <laughs> and remember have your pet spayed or neuter i'm gonna cut that out that's not that good <laughs> no that's pretty good you gotta fucking, leave it i got fucking self-conscious midway through that right now you were like, like you aborted pulled the, pulled the fucking like, rip skirt Turn the, do a U-turn that, on this impression, because mm-hmm. you you got me with that Dexter impression. I was like, well, if Will's gonna imp- fucking flex his impression skills, I gotta break one out. Well, then I broke out a fucking F plus. No, I liked it. I liked it. it stays. Oh Lord. What about like a uh, 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 a gladiator? Uh. uh like a Ninja Warrior, American Gladiator. Oh, type intergalactic of. gladiators. Intergalactic gladiator. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's where like you get uh, Wrecker 
like all the Bad Batch are named like they're fucking American gladiators. Right, they are so on the nose. <laughs> that so that's who they're the gladiators, and and you throw in um, I don't know, therm scissor punch, therm scissor punch, perfect, <laughs> For fucking perfect, old therm scissor punch, and I don't know, Constable Zuvio, Constable Zuvio, shoo, talk about a meme. I'm glad died out. Those Zuvio <laughs> memes. I'm getting a little long in the toothy. <laughs> All right. I got it. We got it. <clears throat> Man, I like I think that might be my favorite pitch is uh the American Gladiators type show. What's the who's the mechanic on the Falcon? Um in Rise of Skywalker. Claude? Claude, he would be one of the announcers. <sighs> yeah. Okay. You need a funny amorphous, not a humanoid. Yeah. Get him. Maybe you get that two-headed fella from uh, the pod race. Uh, yes, or the assassin droid uh, from Knights of the Old Republic. HK-47. Yeah. And that's the one. That's the one. That's the he's ticket. The one, he's the reporter live on the floor. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Gila, did, did, did you ever? watch most extreme elimination challenge i sure did that shit used to crack me up that is a fucking snapshot a shot of a very specific time right yeah yeah me and um uh the other day steve and i were talking about how bad we want to go to japan once such things are possible again and i was like you know i think i would probably spend an entire day in Japan, just hanging out in the hotel, watching Japanese TV, like game shows and stuff like that. They've got some mm-hmm. fucking wacky game shows going on over yeah, there. And man, do I want to <coughs> get a load of that. All right, let's hear from Jim. Let's hear what Jim has to say this week. Good evening, Oz and Will. I hope you're having a great one. I had a question about the Bad Batch. If... Uh, if they're if they got the chips installed, I'm not sure if they did or not. I know that they have trouble following orders or whatever. They're disobedient, so they'd probably ignore the chips if they were turned on anyway. But uh, if they started to have a malfunction, like one or two of them uh, started to have a malfunction, and they turned on the other, the other three or four, uh, who do you think would cause the most trouble? Who who would be what one or two would be the hardest team for the rest of the bad batch to? go up against all right gentlemen ignite the grain look at that he put a little southern stank on that grain grain night that grain bruh um, um i think echo and tech would be hard to beat i mean see i was I mean, going more wrecker and I mean, wrecker hunter crosshair Record crosshair. <laughs> That's up close in your face and from far away. Exactly. It's a That's a good deadly combo. Yeah. But see for me, if Echo and Tech lock you in a ray shield room with, you know, and close both bulkheads, Ooh. I mean, you're just done, you know. I kinda get the feeling that this is actually something we could see play out in the series. Like I kind of feel like one of them might be it by choice or by programming or something, turn against the other ones. I mean, my money's on Echo 
because they bird dogged that so hard in that last episode of yeah my last season of Clone Wars. Yeah, I guess I could kind of see it be an echo, but also on the other hand, like poor dude has been through enough. So like yeah. maybe it would be like crosshair or something. Um, but I could definitely see even a temporary like you know couple of episodes storyline where one of We're them there. ends up going bad or something or gets reprogrammed or whatever star They're wars on opposing forces mm-hmm. yeah um but i guess we'll see it's not that far away about a month about a month I away yes we will <clears throat> um all right damn buddy no i'm just um I just feel like uh, Wrecker's the one you wouldn't want all up in your grill, up in your face, facing off against. Cause, yeah, I mean, I get it. Did you see him drop that fucking uh, back to belly suplex on the droid? Yeah, the suplex. Yeah, droid suplex. Bruh. Now I'm 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 wondering, is this before or after? You know, their. Uh, I I mean, we see them in Clone Wars. Right. Is that Tarkin test before Clone War when we see them in Clone Wars or after we see them in Clone Wars? Yeah, I'm not sure. That's that's a good question. I kind of feel like uh the show is gonna start before the Order sixty six. Like I think in the first episode we might see before Order Sixty Six, during Order Sixty Six, and then after Order Sixty Six. In that okay. seventy-minute first show, like I think we might see, that might be sort of the plot is, uh, okay, we'll show you what they're doing before Order sixty six. We show you what happens to them during that, and then we'll show you a little bit of post Order sixty six. Therefore, setting up the rest of the series, right? Right. So it could be that could be, it could even very well be like the opening of the show, right? Showing their could be the this test that Tarkin's putting them through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, I think that might be a possibility there, buddy. All right. Um, let's hear from Jake. He has an email. Hey, Halls and Will. Hope your guys' week has been good. I'm listening to an episode from a few weeks ago, and you guys are talking about the Obi-Wan show. And, man, am I excited for it and your discussion got my head racing. Anyway, my question is, what are the chances you think that Maul will be in Obi-Wan. When we see him in Solo, he has a badass, He was a badass in charge of a huge crime syndicate. The next we see him in Rebels, he has lost pretty much everything and is pretty pissed off at Obi-Wan, or at least more pissed off than usual. You think Obi-Wan had something to do with his losing everything? Obi-Wan would probably want to take Maul's army down since he'd been operating much closer to home and Luke and could attract Empire attention to Tatooine. And possibly old Palps would send Vader to take Maul down as well because he wouldn't want the competition if Maul's forces started growing too strong. Which would eventually bring them all together. Think about it. A three-way free-for-all fight between Vader, Maul, and Obi-Wan. We need to get some more live-action Ray Park with robo-legs. One where he can actually fight and do shit and not just show Kira his big red lightsaber dick. Maybe some more live action Darksaber action. Sounds cool to me. Anyway, looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Great podcast. Keep up the good work. Dude named Jake. So, uh, 
I get confused on Darth Maul because they've woven him in and out of a lot of different stuff. <laughs> right. I personally get really confused. So what I would where s- he's at when. Okay. So I yeah. know he meets his demise at the hands of a new hope looking Obi-Wan in Rebels. And and that is set closer to a new hope than the Obi-Wan show is. Meaning this is so, gonna, that's a few years post the Obi-Wan show. Right. So my question is like okay, is when does Solo take place? Timeline wise. Oof, I don't know. I'm gonna have to look. I mean it's gotta be what, five to ten years before a new hope? Yeah, yeah. Story. Solo a Star Wars story. What what should I search? Timeline? Uh I would not star date, but like, you know, most so of it is set 10 BBY. to 13, set 10 to 13 years before the events of a no new hope. Um, okay. So that, uh, <clears throat> that puts it not exactly like, I was wondering if it was going to be around the same time as the Obi-Wan show. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, nah, they're off by a couple years. Because, you know, Solo does take place, like, from the beginning to the end. It does cover a bit of a time period because, you know, Han escapes Corellia, is in the Empire for a little bit, then leaves, and so on and so forth. It, right. has, it has some time jumps in, in the story. <clears throat> so, my one thing about Maul showing up in, in Obi-Wan, not saying that it would keep them from doing it, but it's a six-episode series, Right. And you're already mm-hmm. putting Darth Vader. Is my question is: Is there any room for Maul? Um, <clears throat> to me, I think it would be shoehorning. In yeah, my opinion. like I'm already a little—I wouldn't say dubious, but I'm a little. I've got questions about how they're going to pull off the whole Obi Wan and Darth Vader thing in mm-hmm. um, the Obi Wan show. Uh, I'm open. To seeing how they do it, and I hope they pull it off in a way that I'm like, okay, shit, that's cool. I dig, I can dig it. <laughs> but I've already got questions about it, right? So adding Maul in the mix as well, like I think that might just be a little too much. And then who knows how accurate it is or anything, but there's all kinds of rumors about there possibly being some sort of Disney Plus show that deals with Kira or the Crimson Dawn and stuff, which seems like that may be more of what they would, um, they would save Maul for, obviously. (laughs) If that actually pans out, and that's really a thing that they're looking into doing. Um, There's so much on the slate as it is. Um, But, you know, I'm also not opposed to seeing live action Obi-Wan and Maul duke it out again. I just I just wonder. Um yeah, how many times do you need to see it? Like I'm sure it would be epic and they would make it epic, but I mean in Rebels they make it a point I mean I don't know that he's got this seething resentment 
And I guess that could be from getting slapped down once already, but. Right. Well, I mean, he is, I mean, he got cut in half. That's not something you let yeah, go of super his easily. Run as a, a Darth. And then I can't remember how, like, I can't remember how it shakes out in Rebels, but I kind of feel like he. I can't remember if he knows or has a feeling that Obi-Wan is still alive and is just trying to find out where he is. Or, or if, if he's in, trying to find Luke. Or if in Rebels he finds out that Obi-Wan is alive and where he is. And that's what takes him to Tatooine. I can't remember how that shakes out. So if in Rebels he realizes that Obi-Wan is still alive, then that to me kind of excludes him from being... In the Obi Wan, that was that was kind of my feeling, like because I, I I am also having a hard time remembering exactly. Yeah. I can't remember if Maul goes to Tatooine hunting for Luke, or if he realizes that Obi Wan's alive. I think it's that he realizes that Obi Wan's there, but like he, I said, it's been he, a long time since I've seen it. So he definitely goes to Tatooine looking for Obi Wan because he does the whole fucking crazy ass Kenobi scream, Kenobi. And, and doesn't he, I mean, isn't it after he has some sort of vision <laughs> yeah. in the Sith temple and Ahsoka's there fighting Vader? Uh, No, I think it's a little later. It's him and Ezra hanging out. Okay. That's right. That's right. And he tries to be Ezra's mentor. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. You know, I was about to say, like, they just put out this whole cast list and Ray Park wasn't on there. But, on the other hand, like, maybe they would want to keep that as a surprise. Because if you put It'd Ray Park on the cast list, everybody would be like, oh, shit. Darth yeah. Maul is coming back. But I guess we'll see. All right, we got one more email for the night, and then we'll wrap it up. This is from Sam. It says, howdy, Halls and Will. I, both, I hope you both had a good week. With the release of Godzilla vs. Kong this week, which I'm sure you've both seen, and in Will's case, we'll be watching over and over for a while. Right. <laughs> I was thinking about Star Wars monsters. We got the Zillow Beast in the Clone Wars, but if you two could pitch a Star Wars monster movie or TV episode that was in the vein of the Godzilla theme, what would it look like? Also, do you think that there could be a way for a form of the book Death Troopers about the zombie outbreak on a Star Destroyer to be adapted into an on-screen format in the Disney Star Wars era. Thanks and best wishes, Sam. Uh, ooh, you know what I would like to see? And this is more of, I guess, a fucking <coughs> King Ghidorah take on it. You know the big fucking crazy space creature in Solo? Yes. That they escaped from during the castle run? Yeah. My pitch would be one of those jokers shows up in a system and starts threatening a planet. And the people on the planet have to figure out. Because that thing fucking equally part terrifies and fascinates me. Because it's basically hanging around around a black hole, right? Right. In the fucking depths of space. In the... <laughs> The mist, not mist, but like the clouds around Kessel. The space dust. 
Yeah. Or the storm. Is it a storm? It's like a space storm. The mall. They call it the mall, right? Call it the, the mall. mall. Um, I want to know more um, about that thing. It was definitely Cthulhu-esque. Mm-hmm. If it took a black hole to destroy it, I don't know what it takes to destroy it. That's just what ate that one. Um, and so, I guess I missed the premise. I w- what so what would be your pitch for a Star Wars monster movie, like in the vein movie. of Godzilla? In the vein of Godzilla, where the monster is the enemy. Yeah, I guess, or it could be the monster's good guy. Either way, whichever. Because it would be cool if that thing, like you're talking about, shows up in a system, and then the system's protector, Godzilla equivalent, shows up to do battle with it within, you know, the solar system. Mm-hmm. I can see that being kind of cool. Planet scale combat. That would be neat. Uh, but another one, you know, the Zillow Beast was good mm-hmm. for that, but it, I don't think it was scary enough. If that makes sense. Yeah, and I kept expe- expecting there to be more about the Zillow Beast later on. Not a word. No, it never came back up. Because isn't it like its skin or its armor or something like impenetrable, right? Yeah, and it's it's the closest thing that that we've gotten to sort of like a kaiju story in Star Wars, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Um, that and the the crate dragons. The crate I dragons feel like are kaiju. Yeah, that, I mean that's. They're more like sandworms, I know, but like... I don't know if you saw this, but there was a funny debate going on on Twitter this week because of the release of Kong versus Godzilla. Right. Do you think Paul Bunyan is a kaiju? Paul Bunyan? Yeah. Doesn't he... Isn't he really big? Yep. And he has a really big blue ox named Babe? Yep. Eh. If, if, If you give... If uh, by Toho standards, if the the Mega Frankenstein is uh, uh, a kaiju, then yeah, Paul Bunyan's a kaiju. What about Clifford the Big Red Dog? Mm. Now I don't know if that's just a kaiju or an episode of uh, Gigantism. See, I think he's a kaiju. Really, I think they're both think kaiju. He's monster quality. Yeah, okay, well, he's big. Right. He's, he's a big he's boy. Big. The Green Giant, Jolly Green Giant, Kaiju. Mm. And see, that that's that's where, you know, the nomenclature takes a turn. Are all giants Kaiju? That's a good question. That is a good question. He'd be slinging or, some green beans, though. Mm. <laughs> Can you imagine his super <laughs> mega ultra attack? <laughs> He's just slinging cans it of green beans. raining green beans and giant broccoli heads. Corn niblets. <laughs> um, as far as there being a way that they could adapt those Death Trooper novels, I think one of those was even called Red Harvest. Uh, now that I think back to it, I think they could do that. To me, and I'm, this is just a personal thing, like kind of done with zombies. Yeah, my initial gut feeling is that zombies is kind of gruesome for Disney era Star Wars, but. If you can do Haunted Mansion, I don't know how you can't do PG zombies. You know? Well, the thing, well, and you could even do PG 13 because Star Wars is firmly in the area of PG 13 now, you know? Right. Um, the thing is, like, if they're in Stormtrooper armor, then you don't have to have your 
more traditional rotting corpse zombies, you know? They're in Stormtrooper armor. That's one way you get around the more gruesome elements of zombies. It's We're just, basically talking about the first Star Wars horror movie. If yeah, that were the case. yeah, and, and I think that is one approach they could take. Now, whether that would be, you know, its own movie or its own uh, series on Disney+, Plus, I don't know, but I could see them doing... You know, something similar as an episode in one of the series, you know, like I th- the um the Mandalorian episode where they break out on the prison ship uh-huh. has some really good horror elements. It does. It really does. You could splice that with kind of like an alien, like Sigourney Weaver alien, and you could have like a Star Wars horror movie. Yeah, or even in season two when they go to the lab. Where they were experimenting, making the the dark troopers. Oh yeah, the dark troopers. Yeah, you could have some kind of weird, fucked up science experiment because I th- I'm pretty sure that's basically what it turned out to be in those stormtrooper zombie books. Was it was some? It was messed up. It was a biological yeah <clears throat> that led to all the problems. So you could have had something like that happen in one of those episodes. So I could see them maybe taking some inspiration from that idea for. To me, it would be more likely an episode of one of the series instead of something completely devoted to that. Although I I am looking, because it'll happen eventually, uh, to a more sort of horror-based Star Wars project. That'll be right up my alley. And I'll just, uh, I'll be glad to see, or interested to see, rather, how they execute that when the time comes. Can you imagine if a Star Wars zombie could survive the void of space? Doof. Like that big fucking scary thing in Solo. Mm-hmm. That's the elder brain. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> well, buddy, that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks for recording with me. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. It was nice to have something to talk about for once. Nice to have some Star Wars news. We got some some hate against Sonic Drive-In off our chest. Digging a Duke. Yeah. yeah I, I'm a digging Sonic's Duke. Just give me a minute. <laughs> Oh man! Drive in for this change. I wonder. Keep the change. I wonder what most people's reaction was last week. Oh, a new episode of Blue Harvest just showed up on my podcatcher of choice, as people say. And they look down, and it's called "Man Digging His Duke." <laughs> and they're probably just like, "What the? Jeez, what the hell did this come from?" Be I haven't looked at the download numbers. I'm interested to see whether they're you know the <laughs> average that we get. Or whether they're a little higher or a little lower. <laughs> if they told your friends, like, man, you got to hear this digging a Duke episode. <laughs> that's what I'd like to know. That's what I'd like to think would happen, but who knows? You know, who knows? Anyways, guys, if you haven't already, please leave us a five-star on review on iTunes. It really helps us out. And also... I forgot what was going to say shit uh, <laughs> the sizzle uh, also check out Stone Cobra they're the band that was kind enough to provide the music for our theme song the fucking good dudes you can find them on iTunes Spotify or at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com and until next week when we will definitely definitely not be going to Sonic Drive-In this has been Blue Harvest and I'm Hals Burkhart And I'm Will Witten. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us.